Is there not an entire section on this subject? No, yes, but I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, what have you ever asked God for forgiveness? I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, 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 let me tell let me tell you, 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 with the debates from last week, which nobody, I, you know, usually stuff like this just goes away. I mean, we're still talking about the debates in one way, shape, or form. Actually going to talk a little bit about them again tonight, or an aspect, or somewhat will reference the debates to tonight in, in this episode. Um, but just when you thought things could not be any crazier Trump went and said, hold my beer, and I think it was Thursday, um, maybe it was Wednesday or Thursday, we get the word that the president and the first lady have tested positive for COVID-19. So, of course, first and foremost, we're praying for a a speedy recovery, that, that there will be no complications, that there will be no problems. Uh, by no means do we, do we want uh, tragedy to happen. Um, you know, whether you agree with the president's politics or not, and, and this is one thing that we've seen come from the left. And, and again, there's a balance. Um, a lot of people on the left have come and, and said, you know, offering prayers or good thoughts or good vibes or whatever people do. Um, a lot of the uh, woke uh, Christian uh People out there have come around and said, you know, we're praying for him. But there's a lot of people that, I mean, just the ugliness of the internet comes out in a situation like this. So many comments about how he should just die. And, you know, and it, again, it gets so ugly and just disgusting um, that people would, would do something like this. It's, it's, it's really ridiculous. But then on the other, th on the other hand, my question is, when did we get away from giving direct answers in this country? Why Why is it that any time there's any kind of connection with politics, it seems like nobody can give it either a yes or no or a straight answer? Again, we saw some of this in the, in the debates on both sides, um, except for the one place where they're claiming that this that the the direct answer wasn't given, which is... Again, so frustrating, and this is what the average American like me finds so frustrating with the media is that I mean it gets spun and and even not even that it's like like a media thing just in the in the in the briefings this week again, now that trump has has covid nineteen we are going to get more uh, information about the president's medical state than we ever wanted to know. I mean, I'm like, isn't HIPAA a thing for the president too? I don't need to know every little detail of the president's 
day or treatment or what. I, I would like to know that the president is being treated well, but we don't. And so here, and I did, I, full disclosure, I did not see any of the of the briefings with the doctors. I saw a couple of little clips, but my wife was telling me about one where a reporter was asking the doctor, has Trump been on any kind of supplemental oxygen? And the doctor said he has not been on it today. Okay, well, does that mean he was on it yesterday? Does that mean you expect him to be on it tomorrow? And again, the doctor just continued to say he's not been on it today. I would, I would, if I'm a guessing man, if I want to make the assumption, I would assume that this means that he's not ruling out the, the need for it in the future, but uh, probably hasn't been treated for it up to this point. That would be my guess. But again, it's not what is put out there. It's not the statement that is made. Why is it? That he just couldn't say, no, he's not on supplemental oxygen, or has he been, or anything like that. And maybe it is because they don't want to put out every little detail of the president's treatment. But, I mean, today, watching a couple of news clips, I mean, that he's telling us that he's been through a full cycle of, uh, I think it's a recyclovir that he was on, and, and these others. I don't need to know all that information. I really don't. I just want to know that the president is being taken care of, that his wife is being taken care of, and that, you know, the country is 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 okay at this point. He's doing well. He's done a couple of briefings where he said he's doing well. He intends to be back to the White House soon and so on. So, but again, it, this even leads into the next little bit. And of course, you remember the part of the debates, which was probably the, the worst of the dumpster fires. And this is what is being talked about all around the world in Christian circles and out is the fact that apparently me, I gotta make a quick adjustment there, belt buckles, digging into my abdomen. Sorry about that. Um, live uh, podcasting, folks. Uh, the question is, is, Mr. President, do you denounce white supremacy? And... Yeah, and so, and, and it, it's, it was put forth, uh, I can't remember exactly how Chris Wallace asked, uh, but the attitude of people, Christian people that I see, the people that I respect and love, um, making comments about, you know, the president, uh, why won't he just come right out and, and say, I denounce white supremacy? Um, why won't he do that? But the reality is, is he has done that. And in the questioning, is, it, is there was interruptions going back and forth and, uh, you know, a cacophony of voices coming up with the moderator speaking and the president speaking and Joe Biden speaking and, and so on. But as he was asked, do you denounce white supremacy and so on? The president is saying, sure, sure. Yes, I do, essentially. And then, you know, but they keep pushing it and, and, and coming at him with these things. And so at the point he got to the point where he says, well, what do you want me to call it? And you hear uh, Chris Wallace say the words stand down, and then Biden says uh, proud boys, which is not a racist or white supremacist uh, organization. Um, the proud boys, I would say, is alt-right, or as Ben Shapiro put it, alt-light, I think. I mean, they're, they're not a huge deal. I mean, I, I hadn't even heard of the proud boys until... A few months back, maybe, I don't know, it could have been a year, I don't know, but it hasn't been long that I've even known about this group, 
Gavin McGinnis, I believe, was the, the guy who founded them. I really didn't care much for him when he was on the blaze. I don't think he's on the blaze anymore. Um, but so Biden throws out the name Proud Boys. So President Trump and all this stuff. And again, you can you can see how he's just pulling in verbiage from what's going on. And he says, Proud Boys stand down and stand by or stand back and stand by as if he's like the commander of the Proud Boys at this point. And then he makes a statement. But somebody has to do something about Antifa as if he's instructing the proud boys to do something about antifa now granted the proud boys went and ran with this and they jumped all over it they made t-shirts that say stand at, stand back and stand by and oh the president has given us a, the green light to be the militia but no no any any intellectually honest person is going to look at that exchange and recognize that that is not what trump is saying and again, I'm, I put the I put a, a, a thing out on Facebook today, and this is where I want to the what I really want to talk about. I made the comment, and I I stand behind this comment because as I'm watching the media, you know the the press conference the other day with the, with the White House press corps, the the guy pushing uh, uh, McEnany, the president's press secretary. You know why won't the president announce white supremacy? And she says he has yesterday. And here, and then she starts reading these quotes of how, when he has denounced white supremacy, and the guy's like, "Well, those are from you know a long time ago." And, and well, one she said yesterday, so they're not all quote from ancient history. It's, it's, he, I think that's the way he put it. But they're not all really old quotes. I mean, just Tuesday in the debate. He denounced white supremacy. Now, did he say the words, I denounce white supremacy? No. But he's answering the question, do you denounce white supremacy? Sure, sure. Again, we want yes or no questions. We want yes or no answers. The president was trying to give that yes or no answer. But suddenly at this point, it wasn't good enough. So, but here seems, this seems to be kind of the, the argument du jour on this. So my comment was, look, if you're still questioning whether or not Trump has disavowed white supremacy and racism, I have to assume you're being intentionally dishonest or you're just extremely stupid. My daughter would be upset with me about the use of the word stupid, but literally this is either either you are intentionally lying about this. We can we have evidence and I'm going to provide it right here right now that the president has on multiple occasions. Now, see <clears throat> This is what irritates me. Now y'all got me out here defending Donald Trump, which is not something that I ever want to do. But when when the argument coming from the opposing side is dishonest, then I have to step in. Again, I'm not defending Donald Trump. I'm defending the truth. Because a lot of y'all are out there just straight up lying. Lying Ted lying whoever about the fact of whether or not the president has, has disavowed white supremacy and racism he has done it period and 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 here i i just want to play the little youtube clip we're going to just let we're going to sit here and see two and a half minutes of president trump renouncing white supremacy here we go we are a country that stands united in condemning hate and evil in all of its very ugly forms. The anti-Semitic threats targeting our Jewish community 
and community centers are horrible and are painful and a very sad reminder of the work that still must be done to root out hate and prejudice and evil. About the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. We condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence. It has no place in America. Racism is evil, and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups that are repugnant to everything we hold dear as Americans. Is that vague? Really? Is, is that vague or unclear of what his, his, his stance is on this particular subject? Oh, well, that's from August of 2017. That was three years ago. That's a ridiculous argument. Those who spread violence in the name of bigotry strike at the very core of America. Love for America requires love for all of its people. When we open our hearts to patriotism, there is no room for prejudice, no place for bigotry, and no tolerance for hate. We have it in our power, should we so choose, to lift millions from poverty, to help our citizens realize their dreams, and to ensure that new generations of children are raised free from violence, hatred, and fear. We want our country to be a place where every child from every background can grow up free from fear innocent of hatred and surrounded by love, opportunity, and hope. There must be no tolerance for anti-Semitism in America or for any form of religious or racial hatred or prejudice. Again, was that unclear? Was that too vague? Because seriously, if that is too vague for you, then you fall into the second category of what I put in my in my comment on Facebook. If 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 you are just that unintelligent, you would hear that and go, "Well, that just it's, I'm not quite sure what he means. I'm not really sure what he means by that." We must never ignore the vile poison of anti-Semitism or those who spread its venomous creed. With one voice, we must confront this hatred anywhere and everywhere it occurs. We forcefully condemn the evil of anti-Semitism and hate, which must be defeated. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. This is August of 2019. This was just a couple of months ago. Is this vague? Oops. We are a country that and surround with anti-Semitism and hate. Okay, I guess that was actually the end of it. Bigotry and white supremacy. Okay. We are a. That's okay. We're done. <sighs> So again, there's multiple 
And there's more. There's more out there than just those things. But those are the most clear and concise statements. He said other things. I mean, literally in the last two months, he has declared the KKK as a domestic terrorist group. He has advocated for the um, execution of a white supremacist. Um, he has, uh, I, I don't know if he, if he put forth or suggested, or if it's been done, lynching to be a, a federal hate crime. So again, here's, here's, this is the, the, the argument that I get. He's either, he's not, he's too vague. He's not, you know, he's not clear enough on it, which he is, but, um, and, and I didn't put the name of the person who posted this. I'm going to protect his privacy. Um, but a, a friend of mine that I, we go way, way, way back. Um, but so his comment was, there's never enough times to disavow white supremacy. So if your kids asked you your, um, we'll let that stand. Grammar Nazis, be nice. Probably autocorrect. Uh, if your kids asked you, dad, do you support white supremacy? Will there be a day when you tell them, today I don't need to answer that question? If someone asks you, are you a Christian, will there be days when you ask yourself, why do they ask me this all the time? I already told them. Well, the answer is yes. If my children come to me and say, Dad, do you support white supremacy? My daughter came and asked me that question. Or my niece, who happens to be black, who lives in my home. If she were to come to me and say, Uncle Norm, do you support white supremacy? And I made it very clear, no, dear, I do not. Sweetheart, I love you. I love your mom. I love your uncles and, 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 and your dad and, um, and, and so on. And no, I do not. And I show it daily that I have no animosity or you know, racial uh, hatred in my heart in any way, shape, or form. And she continued to come back to me day after day after day and ask me the same question. Then there would come a point, or if, if my daughter, um, like, there would come a point where I would say, look, no, I've, I've answered this question over and over and over again. Where is the disconnect that you're not seeing? My answer is, is a genuine answer. If they were my daughter, I would actually come to a point where I would discipline her and, and require her to repent for dishonoring her father. Because in that statement, in, in the repeated asking of the question, when, the, when a clear answer has been given, you are calling that person a liar. Now, whether or not y'all believe President Trump, that's on you. If you want to call him a liar, fine, call him a liar. But don't say he hasn't answered the question. He's answered the question. You just don't believe him. You think he's lying to you. If that were the case with my child coming to me and repeatedly asking me the question, then yes, there would come a point where I would say, I'm not answering this anymore because I've given you clear answers. Now you're calling me a liar. You need to repent for dishonoring your father. That would be my response to this with my child. If somebody came to me and asked me if I were a Christian and I said yes, and then they saw me week in and week out, week after week, going to church, joining with the saints in, in worship to my God, raising my hands in worship, going out on the, the street and preaching the gospel and ministering to those who are in need and so on. If they saw me doing these things, but then would continue to come and ask, there would come a point where I would say, 
You're calling me a liar. You're saying you do not believe that my answer. And no, I'm not answering the question anymore. So here you're dealing with this president who has, who's, who has gotten this over and over and over and over again. And at some point in time, but again, it's not that he's not answering the question. He didn't avoid the question in the debate. He, he answered it. Sure, sure, I disavow, I do. And, but they kept pushing, even after he had said, I do, they kept pushing. And then he's like, well, what do you want me to call it? You give me, you give me the word you want me to say. Essentially is what he was saying. And then, you know, when he takes the things that had been thrown back at him and there's this, again, cacophony of voices that are coming out, that everybody talking at once. Yeah. Did he say a stupid thing? Does, does stand by, stand back and stand by sound like a, a dumb thing to say, like he's giving instructions to the Proud Boys? Yeah, I admit that it sounded, but I also can look at the situation and use my intellect and my discernment to go, that is not what this man meant. And again, for those of you who are saying it, either you are just really, really dumb or you are intentionally being dishonest because obviously there's an intense hatred for this president. And again, it comes from people who I have a great deal of love and respect for. And every time I see this stuff, it damages that respect, at least, that I have to a point. And it won't change the way that I love those people. But after a while, I lose respect for you. Because again, all I can see is an intentional dishonesty towards this man because you do not like his policies or something about him. Personally, I, I, I would not invite the president over to play poker for with me if I thought he was the worst poker player in the world and I was just going to win money. I would not invite the president over to have a beer with me. I wouldn't. Apparently, he doesn't drink anyway. Because personally, on a personal level, this is not a man that I want to get to know. I just don't. The Entertainment Tonight recordings, hot mic recordings, set that off for me. It was a reason that I didn't vote for him in 2016. It's a reason why I will not vote for him in 2020. Because, again, what that man did in those, in those statements, either he was making a horrible, disgusting lie as locker room talk, or he admitted to sexual assault. Either of those two things are something that I will not give my vote for. Now, I won't give my vote for Biden because he's all for killing babies. So I find myself again in a place where I can't vote for either one. So uh, cross-examine my, my boys from cross-examine and get the benefit of being my write-in vote this time around. And and y'all can d decide who gets who gets VP and, and, and president. Uh, you know. Kurt Allen, Abner Gonzalez for, for 2020. That's that's my vote. Right? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I will write in name, not my own. But I won't vote because of these things. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to be dishonest about what is clearly laid out in front of me. And again, this is why. That, that interaction between, I don't remember the, the name of the, the guy... The, the interviewer and actually a, a reporter, there were two that kind of went back and forth with 
I can never remember her first name. I think it's Kaylee McEnany, but I, I'm not 100% sure. That's why I just call her McEnany because I, I can never remember her first name. But the president's press secretary, and she handled herself so well. But this exchange between them is, well, why won't he do it? Why? Well, he has over and over and over again. But, they were, well, that's, that's for me back then. And, and uh, no, he's done it. Move on. There's probably 150 other things that you can zone in on, on the, about this president that you can use for your clickbait or whatever. But to say that this is a man who has not been clear on his stance against white supremacy and racism is an outright lie or just willful ignorance. It's just dumb. And it frustrates the heck out of me and it puts me here for 25 minutes defending this president that I do not want to defend but again I, I, I make myself feel better because I'm, I'm not defending him I'm defending the truth and I will do that tooth and nail on either side you know I mean if somebody's making a, a false statement about Biden I'm going to come out and go especially if it's obviously false, I'm going to come out and go, this is not true. This is a lie. You know, right now, the, the, the statements that are going around about Biden is that he is not at, at the mental capacity to do this job. And I cannot say that's false because I've watched the ridiculous things that he said. I've seen him have the, these horrible moments where he just almost loses a, an absolute connection with, with reality and goes off in some weird direction. You know, he's done it. Pelosi's done it. And in reality, I, I, I think Trump has, has done a little bit of it. But not to the extent. But if, I mean, if there's something out there where people are just outright lying about Biden then I would defend that because I want to see the truth to be told and defended. And, and, I, and I'll, I'll die on that hill if I know that it is true, which this is a situation where we know that it is true. So all I can say to those of you out there who just continue to keep going forward with this, stop lying. Just stop. Just just find something else. You know, you've beaten this dead horse to the point where it's it's just unconscionable at this point. It truly is. And you know y'all know who you are. Every one of you listening to this right now, if that is you, you know who I'm talking about. Sad thing is, is the majority of the people that I'm talking about are not going to listen to this. They really aren't. They're just not interested in what I have to say because they're too busy following after the narrative of the extreme left-wing media. And they have no interest in what I have to say because I am nowhere near their camp of their political views. So, unfortunately, it's not going to do a whole lot of good for them. But for the rest of you who just sat here and listened to me rant, I hope this was helpful. And again, we, what it comes down to is 
none of this is going to change unless people hear, understand, and, and respond to the gospel in repentance and faith in Christ. Because the, the way that this country is divided, I, there, I, I will stand firm on the fact that there is no secular or humanistic maneuver that is going to rectify this situation. The only thing that will be able to change this level of dishonesty and hate is the gospel of Jesus Christ. A regenerate heart. The God reaching in and removing the heart of stone, replacing it with the heart of flesh, drawing that person, giving them the gift of repentance, regenerating them, and giving them the faith in Christ that of his works that were done for them on the cross for salvation. And that's when hearts are going to change. And that's when people are going to begin to pursue the truth. I mean, again, this has come from a guy that anybody who knew me prior to 1997 when I got saved, probably if you were to go back and ask them, go back and ask the guys that I was in the military with. And the majority of them will tell you that I was, I was a compulsive liar. I did not have a really good relationship with the truth back then, but being saved, regenerated by Jesus Christ, gave me a heart and a desire to see the truth told. And that was, that was the only thing that, that, that caused me to seek after the truth was the change that God made in me. And so with that, how do we do that? We preach the gospel at all times, and we use words because they're necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.